Good evening and welcome to Get Real with Ralph. I'm your humble host, Ralph Nudie, coming to you live from the studios of AM 1050 WLIP in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and streaming live from Kenosha to the Canary Islands and all across the world via our YouTube channel. Just go to GetRealWithRalph.com where you can see my bright and shiny face as I view this world through my rose-colored glasses. Psst, I'm talking to you, pal. You know who you are. We are happy to have back in our studio this week Dan Daniel Thompson performing as 3AM Saints. Really excited to hear uh, some more of his music and uh, some more of his stories as well. We're going to continue to discuss the topic of violence in our schools, and we're going to have Kenosha Unified Mother and former educator Andrea Powers on to talk about the entire ordeal with her daughter. And then also later, stay tuned, we have a strange guest later today whose skin absolutely sucks. We'll explain in the second hour. You feel stuck in the middle still? I know you do because everybody does. Man, this two-party witch-hunting each other system is really getting old, isn't it? Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right. Has anybody been paying attention to these impeachment inquiry hearings? What a joke, man. What a joke. Doesn't really matter if you like this president or not. I know a lot of good people who hate the man's guts. But we have a political process that involves the voters deciding who the president of the United States is and not a bunch of whiny punks in Congress who can't seem to get our business done. But, man, they will find every reason they can to undo the will of the people that put them there in the first place. It's a sham, ladies and gentlemen. There's no high cream. High cream. I wish there was high cream. There's no high crime or misdemeanor going on here. There's just a guy that a lot of people don't like doing his job in a manner that they don't like. Time we get over it. We'll talk about that a little later as well. More cop hating going on. We're going to talk about a McDonald's employee who decided to tamper with a police officer's food as well. Should be interesting and might make you think twice about having a Big Mac. Good evening, everybody, and thank you for tuning in. I want to thank all the loyal fans who have been tuning in and this audience that's been growing since we started doing this show some seven months ago, and it has been a fun journey. And as the audience has been growing on the outside, the team has been growing on the inside as well with new ideas and thoughts. And I just feel so blessed to be here on the airwaves where, uh, where, where you're listening, and I hope that you're having as much fun listening as we are producing this, this fun content. Uh, this show, when I, when I started it, I told people that I wanted a soft core talk radio show. And what I meant by that is I want to tackle the issues that are really affecting our community, affecting our country, and affecting our world in a way that's meaningful. But I also don't want to do the deep dive here on the radio because once you get into the issues, I think that you 
the listeners are intelligent enough to do the deep diving on your own and, and go deeper into the issues that we talk about when you find out that they're here. And we want to entertain as well. So we've always made a point of bringing local musicians on. And this week we have Daniel Thompson from the 3 a.m. Saints, who's actually returning as a guest and a musical guest. So, Daniel, go ahead and grab that microphone and say hello so that uh, everybody knows who you are. Hello, everyone. That's Daniel. He's That's perfect. Hello, everyone. <laughs> and uh, so we're going we're gonna to jump into the serious topics first and kind of not get the, I don't want to say get them out of the way because they're very important issues, but... At the beginning of the show here, when I think we have the most amount of people listening, I want to tackle the issue, especially of the violence in Kenosha Unified Schools, which I've been talking about for quite some time, but it doesn't seem to be getting any better. And I hope that if you are a school board member and you're listening, or if you're running for school board member and you're listening, you start to think about maybe some alternative ways to address this problem, because it's getting worse and not better. So I outlined last week a 14-year-old girl who was punched in the face by a classmate simply because she didn't want to be friends with her anymore. She suffered from some pretty serious facial injuries and a concussion. And the real surprise in all of this is when her mother posted their story originally on Facebook and I read it, this wasn't, this wasn't something that happened in a vacuum. The parents were aware that their daughter was being bullied. The school was aware that Paige was being bullied. And the parents brought it to them several times, and yet nothing was done. Nothing meaningful, for sure. Nothing meaningful was done to stop this girl from eventually becoming a predator and punching this young girl in the face. So a girl twice her size and outweighing her by about 100 pounds walked up from behind her and punched her in the face and knocked her to the ground and, and, and severely injured her. After the event happened, the lack of action by the school district was appalling. The school got a five-day suspension was back in the school, and we're going to talk a little bit about what that meant uh, as we get uh, Andrea Powers on the phone. She's going to be calling in here to, uh, to discuss this with us. But overall, this has been a, uh, this has been a horrific, horrific um, epidemic going on in our school district with deaths and everything else and so when we come back from the break we're going to bring andrea powers on and we're going to discuss this ongoing problem with violence in the kenosha unified schools we'll be right back after this And we're back here in the studio at AM 1050 WLIP. This is Ralph Nudie. You're listening to Get Real with Ralph. Coming in on a little Gordon Lightfoot. And in the studio, as always, I have my my producer, Mr. Selovich, on the other side of the desk here. How are you doing, Jim? I'm doing fantastic, buddy. How are you? Good, good. You got any energy left after doing all those shows? Uh, yeah, we had uh, four, four shows this past weekend at the 6th Street Theater in Racine. Uh, and uh, I'm exhausted, man. Now that is Kringle the Musical. Kringle doing? the Musical Part Two, West of the Eye Side Story. It's called. I play uh, Ray the River Rat. I also play Ray the a, River. Rat. I also play. A, that sounds like a Steve Buscemi type role. It, you know, and he was actually the only person in the in the show who was an actual person. 
So it's uh, what's he, everybody else? Animals? No, just just fictitious characters and things as such. Oh, Ray River at, Ray the River at was based on a real person. Yes, absolutely. That's so, awesome. Uh, yeah, it's a great time. It was a lot of fun, and uh, we did uh, four shows this weekend. Four more shows uh, c- this coming weekend, and we have four more to following, and then six the following week. I think my favorite picture was when you sent me of the Asian lady. Oh, I play an Asian wife oh, as well. Oh, he was I, so I, hot. I, I play. He what? Yes, he's he's sending me pictures, and he's like, "Look at me, I'm an Asian woman," and I'm like, "Ooh." Well, that is uh, that is interesting. But if anybody can pull it and off, Jim, it's you because I've I, seen I, you. I was know. about to say I rocked yeah. it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I, I totally rocked a Chinese uh, Chinese woman. Oh, yeah. I, did you? Uh, I mean, did you wear the dress and everything? The... I, I wear. Well, actually, it's a. Uh, uh, what do they wear? They wear uh, kimonos. Yeah. And I had a fan. I was and thinking hamakas. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, and I also play a farm girl. Yeah, and, oh, and, that was the best. Yeah, and then you know uh, what? I did then, see. I did see the farm. Did you see the farm girl one? Yeah. And then yeah. I'm playing a, a henchman. A henchman. Italian henchman. An Italian henchman. Yeah, yeah. You can oh, muscle, oh, and, and uh, I also play Burgess Meredith as well. I can't believe. Okay, now that it. one there, yeah. I can't see. I can't. <laughs> Burgess Meredith and Rocky. Are you yeah, kidding me? Yeah, uh, it's a ball. Yeah, I can see with the glasses off. All right. Glasses I, off, hat to the side. <laughs> I don't know about that. You're going to crap down the rock. You know, Mick, you know, Mick, I don't think I can chase this chicken anymore. You're going to lose rock. <laughs> yeah. You don't but, ever chase Yeah, I can't rock. believe i got to chase a chicken just to win a fight. I mean, yeah. why, why can't I eat the chicken? You women, know, chase women, women weaken legs. But maybe if I chase the women, then my legs will get stronger and I can eat the chicken. Right. Yeah, I know. I just want to make sure you're not using that voice for the Asian woman, too. That, I was wondering what that sounds like. Can you give us a little glimpse on what that sounds like? I don't know. If you it, want it, it is just a Quick, visual for the Asian women. Quickly, because we do have our uh-huh. guest on the line. I want to yeah. jump back Absolutely. to our subject Oh, yeah, let's as well. get to our guest. We'll oh, talk more about it later. We will. We will. have a little more fun yes. later. I want to get back to this serious subject here about um, the uh, young girl that was bullied and then subsequently assaulted at on Kenosha Unified Schools over at Indian Trail, Paige Powers. And I have on the line uh, with me her, her mother, Andrea, who is also a, a former teacher uh, at Kenosha Unified. Uh, Andrea, welcome to the program. Hi, Ralph. Thanks for inviting me on. Thanks for uh, coming on, and thanks for bearing with us while we while we uh, messed around a little bit before we got to the serious <laughs> subject. And uh, we try to we yep. try to keep it lighthearted enough that uh, you know it's not so um, heavy. Heavy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. What, what happened with you is it, it is heavy, and I, so I, I want to give it the uh, seriousness that that it deserves because people in our community need to start paying attention to what's going on in our schools. I mm-hmm. have a lot of information coming to me from educators and from parents all over the district. And it seems that the mm-hmm. more I talk about this, the more I'm getting inboxed with people with experiences uh, similar to yours, maybe not as severe, but definitely very similar where, where very little is being done when kids are being bullied in a school system that supposedly has a zero tolerance policy for violence. So mm-hmm. what, can, what can you tell us you've learned um through this experience so far that you didn't already know as a teacher? Well, as a teacher, now I'm on the flip side as a parent, um, and it's a lot harder. (laughs) Um, You know, it's just this ongoing problem problem that really needs to address. And like you said, you know, the community crying out for help is serious. I, You know, if you look at the comments, you read through the comments on that original Facebook post, and it's heartbreaking. There are kids on there that want help they want to see change family community everyone is really crying out for stricter policies and follow through um 
you know, what, what happened to Paige, it, it should have been a, a it shouldn't have even went to a committee. It should have even just been an immediate expulsion. You attack someone like that in a classroom where, where children are learning, and uh, it's just absurd. And, you know, everyone's talking about Paige, but I also think about the 30 other students that were sitting in that classroom and witnessed that they are too traumatized and and the teacher um you know it, it really needs to be addressed and, and the district needs to take accountability um for their wrong decision and make it right they they need to appeal it they need to you know retract what happened um and really take a serious look at their policies they do. They do. Now, for the listeners that haven't read the story in the Kenosha News and haven't read the story on Facebook, take us a little bit through what happened with Paige. Well, you know, like I had mentioned, they were friends. Um, as Paige got to know her, she decided she didn't want to be friends. She told her that. Um, and that's when it, it started. In about two weeks, it started with some verbal bullying, and then it went to some, like, personal property she was damaging, throwing away some of her, her band music and whatnot. I didn't alert the school to those things. I just kind of said, like, you know, just ignore it, and, and she'll stop. Right. And then um, it didn't. <laughs> then, you know, one night she's sitting there, and she says, oh, my gosh, my friend just, you know, told me that she's, you know, posting that she's going to, you know, beat me up tomorrow at school i won't use profanities but <laughs> now where did, where where was this posted uh obviously social media but what, what but what yeah. mediums of social media are they using now for this sort of thing was it snapchat was it instagram yeah no it's snapchat and no one she couldn't get anyone to screenshot it because then the person that posted because then it, it tells you that somebody screenshotted your post and then they yeah. know who did it yeah. and the only way to do that is to have a second phone right. and take a picture of the first and then phone. it deletes after yeah. that as well so yeah yeah, yeah. so, so yeah. we don't have that evidence we don't have that piece so when i went into school the next morning um you know i told them and she's threatening to, to hurt her physically you know what can we do um you know they couldn't get that snapchat and you know it was a he said she said you know Paige said yeah i'm i'm scared this girl's gonna hurt me they call the girl down she signs an anti-bullying contract and says i'm gonna leave Paige alone and off they go to class and an hour later, when she's just sitting in class, the girl approaches her from behind. And, you know, if you can picture someone sitting at a desk and someone comes up standing from behind you, imagine the blow that she delivered to her face. <laughs> um, so she fell, you know, and she was, uh, you know, hit in the head about five times. And finally, the teacher was able to get there and remove the other student from my child. And she just, Paige ran out of the room. She ran right down to the office, just a blood trail all the way down the stairs and you know all the way into the office you know when i got there she had different clothes on because there was so much blood mm. that they didn't want me to see how much blood was on the shirt mm. the nurse was trying to clean it up so um yeah she got an out of school suspension for five days and you know the behavior committee uh, met and they decided since it was her first offense that they would allow her back in school um, come January. Right now she's finishing out this semester in e-school, but come January she's she's back in the comprehensive uh, IT high school. Now I had mentioned this to you on the phone in our in our pre uh, pre-show interview, and mm -hmm. I, I want to mention this to other parents and other community members that are out there because I think this is a very important step that parents need to take. You have to start taking your own steps. And I had this conversation with a parent of a Lincoln student 
Uh, this student was also assaulted, not nearly as dramatically, by, by a bully. And the administrator, when she told the administrator she was going to call the police, press charges, and file a restraining order, they talked her out of doing that because they said that that would harm that other child's chance at an education, which mm. really kind of knocked me back on my heels. <laughs> if you're a parent and your child has been battered or assaulted by another student, you need, if the, if the school has not made a police report, you need to make a police Absolutely. report. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Teachers are told not to. As a matter of fact, there was a bill that was uh, co-sponsored by some of our local legislators called the Teachers Shield Act that would protect teachers from it would protect teachers from any sort of consequences if they reported crimes. And for whatever reason, the teachers union was against it. And I don't understand that why you wouldn't protect teachers who want to report crimes. But mm-hmm. everything is so adverse to reporting. Principals are incentivized to have lower numbers of, of, of referrals, lower numbers of violence, lower numbers of police calls. So in order to accomplish this, they just don't report things. Mm-hmm. And their, their jobs depend on them not reporting things, which is, which, is, which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And then that rolls downhill, and they have all these unspoken policies that they gear toward teachers. And then if the assailant happens to be a minority, and I know this is a third rail, but when the assailant happens to be a minority, they're even more touchy about reporting it because they want to make sure mm-hmm. that the reports look really good to the, uh, to, to, the, to the federal, you know, to the federal government when they're looking for grants that, oh, you can also see that we have an even higher graduation rate and even lower incidence of of, of, of violence among violence. fill in the blank, whatever whatever the minority group is that, that they're trying to achieve those numbers for. So then they'll just underreport that even further. And everybody's being done a disservice. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. I, you, I couldn't agree more. So if your child has been assaulted, you need to file a police report and you need to file a restraining order because if you do that, the, the disciplinary board may not have much of a choice because now if a judge has a no contact order in place, that might keep your, that might, force the district to move that child to another school. And I know that saying this is going to make a lot of people at the very top levels of Kennedy Unified angry with me because they don't mm-hmm. want parents to do this. They, they routinely talk parents out of it, but you need to worry about what's in the best interest of your child. And Absolutely. every one of you needs to be incredibly vigilant that if you see something, you say something, and you do not let up. Now, what happened mm-hmm. with your daughter after the, the assault happened? Um, well, she did go back to school. The girl has been out of school suspension. So um, very disappointed with admin over there. Um, I was told by the vice principal that, you know, he would call me and let me know what the decision was um, before that girl would be allowed to come back to school. He said, I don't want any surprises, you know, never got that call, never got that call that she was going to be back in school. So Wednesday night. So they you know, put I'm, her back. He, wait a minute. They they put this girl back in the school where your daughter is going to school without even as much as a notification to you. I d- did not get a phone call. No, I uh, reached out to her dean. Uh, thank goodness he he checks his email after hours. Um, wasn't his responsibility to inform me. Um, Vice principal said he'd be giving me a call, and I said, hey, you know, is she going to be back in school tomorrow? You know, because she was going to be an um, in-school suspension while that behavioral committee was meeting. So they thought, well, we'll keep her in ISS. Now, why would, you know, they, why would they let her back in the building before they made a, before they made a determination you know, on expulsion I, when, when you have an yeah, aggravated battery happening? I, I think it has to do with out-of-school suspension. I think it can only be up to five days, and then they have to have a decision made. So they were kind of holding her in-school suspension um, until that decision came out. So, um, so yeah, she was... 
you know, I'm I'm texting her dean late at night or, or emailing him rather. I'm like, hey, you know, is she going to be in school tomorrow? Because if she is, I'm keeping my kid home. I, you know, I don't want anything happening. And uh, he said, yeah, she's going to be there. Did nobody contact you? I said, no, I'm keeping her home. He was completely supportive. Um, so come to find out, you know, <laughs> being in the district, I have friends that work in ITA. And uh, the morning that she was supposed to report to ISS, she was waiting outside Paige's first class. So she and was she she was ready to she was ready to reoffend. She certainly was. Um, they found her, and you know, teachers are calling. Hey, is Paige Powers here? Because Leah's looking for her. And so they caught, they got Leah, took her downstairs. Um, did they remove her? Did they remove her from the school after that? No, no. They put her in school suspension in school. No, and then. Um, so uh, so same. wait, I I want to clarify for the listeners because it's such a it's such, it's such a big story, and if you just <laughs> tuned in, I want you I want to get you up to speed. So your daughter was being bullied and being threatened to begin with, and you reported this. The bully went and signed a no bullying contract, and within an hour walked into a classroom and and assaulted your daughter, and then five days later was sent back to the school but told to report to an in-school suspension room, but instead of doing that, was waiting outside your daughter's classroom where, thankfully, you were a smart enough parent to hold your child out mm-hmm. and not listen to these idiots who were running the school. And mm-hmm. they caught her, and at that point, they still didn't remove her from the school. They thought it was probably a good idea to keep her in that building, knowing that she's already been violent once and is looking to be violent a second time. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Where's the, where's the common sense? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, it's it just it's. Who's the pr- it's who's mind, the principal? Mind boggling. Uh, Scott Kennel. Oh, Scott Kennel. That's mm-hmm. right. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. would think you would think that a principal would have the sense to not let that happen, and I sure would love mm-hmm. for him to uh, give us an interview at some point in time and, and explain mm-hmm. his actions because <laughs> though, though, that's that's disgusting. If that was my child, well, I would be furious, yeah. and I can understand why you are. From oh, there, that's not the end of it, though. I know. Well, I know. She got out for lunch to go gather her lunch and she's supposed to gather her lunch and, and go back to her in school suspension and she approached the lunch table that Paige typically sits at and harassed her friends that were sitting there. She asked them where Paige was and then she asked if they were mad at her for the incident that happened the week prior. Now these girls are scared to death of her. They are they are scared. They, so, they, so it's they not they an honest have... question. It's an intimidating question. Yeah. It, it, absolutely. Yeah, it, so it, they it, said that's, no. That's a jail. That's a jailhouse. This yeah. this girl sounds like she's already done time, and uh, sounds like she's going to know exactly what she's doing when she finally does mm-hmm. do time. Because I guarantee you she's going to. But that sounds like a jailhouse tactic. You're not mad at yeah. me, are you? Knowing that the people are scared to death of you. Right. Right. And yet, so still, I... did she get removed from the school then? No, she did not. I. Uh... You know, because Paige got a text in the middle of the day. Oh, my gosh. You know, she was just at the table here looking for you. And it's like 1230. And I am, you know, trying to call the principal and I'm not getting much success. So I emailed him. I said, what in the, you know, what the hell is going on? She's out of, you know, suspension and looking for Paige at her lunch table. And he admitted that, yeah, there was a breakdown in procedure and we're working, you know, it's it's fixed now and she shouldn't have been you know, unattended. Well, you know what? That's twice in one day that could have happened again, potentially. Girl is a loose cannon, and she's going to do it again. And I tell you what, if you have a child at Indian Trail, you need to put your foot down. You need to say, hey, our kids deserve safety. 
because I don't know. I met, I met with Dr. Sue last week. I am hoping that she heard, you know, not only my cries, but, you know, the community and families and the teachers, they all want change. It's going to be welcomed if she can, you know, put her foot down and, and make some serious policy changes. How, um, how, did, your discu- how did your discussion go? That, that's, that, now, that's uh, Sue Savalio-Jarvis, the current superintendent of schools that you had this conversation with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How how did that happen? Did she approach you to have a conversation? Did you have to approach her? She did. Okay. No, no. She reached out to me right away Monday morning. Uh, someone had forwarded it. The, um, the day after Facebook your daughter post. was assaulted? No, it was after the Facebook post. Um, after, was, so after, after there was pressure, she contacted you, not after your daughter <laughs> was assaulted? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. She, so she, how it yeah. looks is important. Okay. So she, <laughs> she, so she reached out to you, and what what happened from there? Um, well, she called me Monday morning. Um, I met with her Wednesday of last week, and, and we had a good conversation. You know, I I, I feel like she, um, you know, felt that that was the wrong decision that the committee made. She said she cannot be involved in every committee decision, um, which I understand. Um, but, you know, based on the new evidence, so when that committee was meeting and this assaulter was on campus they didn't know that she was waiting for her outside her room or approached her lunch table so based based so on that new evidence did they make the decision hoping, before that happened or were they, they just did. not informed well it, it was like happening at the same time so that committee was meeting and she was in iss at the same time okay so in their defense hopefully you know now that they know this new uh, evidence has been brought to the table. I'm hoping that they they revisit and think, you know what? She's not trustworthy. She is, you know, she's going to find another person to bully and uh, attack. And I pray it's not your child. You know, I'm. So, I'm, so what, I'm where's trying. the mother? Where is the mom? Did Did you ever <sighs> speak with the mother? Did they have a parent teacher conference? Like, no, was I've she never met involved? with the mother. Um, I believe she was in on that committee. Um, when they, when they met, I don't know if she actually sat in the meeting. I don't, I didn't get any information about that. I was, I asked who was on the committee. I asked if I could be at that meeting and I was told no. Um, you could, you weren't allowed, so you were not allowed to be at the disciplinary meeting for the person who assaulted your child. But the assaulter can be there. So did the the district press charges? Yes, the district did. And we did as well. Okay. Yes. And and what what I mean obviously this is pending the outcome of 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 whatever court proceedings are happening but what was what happened with that at least up until now? Um it's kind of still in limbo. At first um they told me um she would not go in a courtroom, she would not face a judge, um that it would be done in a private, you know, meeting room, you know, to protect because she's a minor. I said, well, what about the victim, you know? <laughs> um, and then it, it did just recently get waived back in court. Um, Paige's medical records were released, um, and it did show that she had a moderate concussion. So they did waive that back in court. They felt like she should face a judge for that. So Absolutely. that's right. good. At least right. I can be there. So um, the, the, when that it seems like the justice system is, is taking this more seriously, at least in, initially, than the school system. Yeah, now that there's been some records released, you know, because anyone can say, oh, she had a concussion. But until that, you know, that doctor, <laughs> you know, signs his name to that, then, you know, then it becomes a little bit more real. So, Gotcha. 
Yeah. Uh, what would you, we're going to be coming up against a break here. We've got a couple of minutes, but what would you mm -hmm. like to see happen differently uh, in the policies for our school system that you think would keep somebody else's child from, from experiencing this? I think these kids need more consequences. You know, they're going to see this child come back to school and especially for the 30 that saw that saw her assault page, you know, they're going to be like, wow, she did that and she's back in school. She had nothing you know, happen to her. Yeah. Yeah. In their yeah, mind. Yeah, nothing. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, why five can't days I later, she's, five days later, she's there with a smile on her face like nothing happened, yes. waiting for your daughter yes. again. And yes. and that shows all the other kids were thinking like her that there are no consequences. Absolutely. So it needs to be a one and done. One and done. We need to, you know, I don't know, have a alternate school. Maybe we need to increase our alternate school program. At minimum, um, they should get rotated to a different school in the district, Santa Ruth mm -hmm, or something. Mm -hmm. At minimum. Mm -hmm. At minimum. Mm -hmm. I, I just don't understand how you force a child to go back to school with their assaulter <laughs> after that's happened. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. that, that's really unfortunate, and I hope they, they come up with a policy because if there's an assault, there's no reason when we have three comprehensive high schools plus charter high schools plus the Ruther program for that. Mm -hmm. We do mm -hmm. have to go to a break, but I thank you so much for coming on, and I would definitely okay. like to pick back up with you yeah, we'll do a and, up and uh, have, have a follow-up call with you and, and talk about some yeah. of the things that can be done to address this problem. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Andrea Powers, uh, mother of Paige Powers, who was uh, assaulted recently over at Indian Trail, and uh, you can catch this entire segment on uh, GetRealWithRalph.com when we release it. Andrea, thank you very much, and I look forward Thanks, to talking Ralph. to you again soon. Okay, take care. Back after the break. If you could read my mind, love, what a tale my fox could tell. Just like an old-time movie about a ghost from a wishing well in a castle dark or a fortress strong with chains upon my feet. You know that ghost is me. I will never be set free yep. as long as I'm a And we're back here in the studio, and I'm just um, telling Dan over here that this is a song he should cover. I could just see it with a little 3 a.m. Saints spin on it. What do you think? <laughs> you know, I get a lot of suggestions as far as songs I should cover. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and do, do, do you just tell people to bug off when they tell you that, or do you? No, no, no. no? Well, it actually depends on who it's coming from. There you go. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you tell me to bug off? You know, <laughs> not in Maybe. so many words. <laughs> but you didn't like the suggestion, huh? No, I'll have to look into yeah, it. Yeah, look into it. Gordon Lightfoot. So Jim's Jim is the music encyclopedia. Yeah, it's, it's, tell us about Gordon. It's Gordon Lightfoot's 81st birthday today. Oh, wow. He's 81 years old, born on this date, 1938. Hot damn. 81? Of course, Canadian. Yeah, He's yeah. Canada. They seem to live longer in Canada for some I don't reason. Know what it is? Yeah, it's, uh, and he shouldn't have lived any longer. You know with why? His drug use. He <laughs> did you know why they? Day. You know why they live longer in Canada? Not for the reason you think. Beer. Well, they have socialized Medical. medicine, which means you're on a waiting list so long to see a doctor, they don't have the opportunity to kill you. Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. True that. Maybe that's why. I don't know, but he he sure did write some some, oh, some yeah, good music, amazing songs, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, we got 3 a.m. Saints, Mr. Daniel Thompson we in do. the room. Dan, my welcome. buddy, my buddy. <laughs> I see you everywhere now, dude. I know. It's it's kind of wild when you meet someone. 
Uh, and it's kind of like, okay, well, I'm going to go over here. Oh, there's Dan again. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be at a bar. There's, there's Dan again. He don't, a, he don't drink. What's he doing in a bar? Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, checking out the music and stuff. Yeah, a yeah. Lot of, I, have a, I have a co-worker who's always commenting like uh, on some nights, because I used to post like everywhere that I went. Mm-hmm. So I'd take a photo and post it to try to get more people to come. And he's like, I just like tracking all the different places you go within a night. Oh, maybe you should... Put a Daniel Thompson map up here in the studio and like put little push pins <laughs> oh, all the places be he's been. And then we could like tune in on it. Like, Let's see where 3 a.m. Saints has been this week. And, <laughs> you, you could animate that for us even. Absolutely. That'd be shoo, shoo, shoo. Yeah. So uh, you're sitting here in the studio as we were talking with Mrs. Powers about this ordeal with her daughter. And I just, I, I'm heartbroken yeah. at how her family's had to deal with this. And, and so many other families where, where their kids are getting bullied, their kids are being assaulted, and there doesn't seem to be much of a response overall on the part of the district when it comes to behavioral problems. I know from talking to many other teachers, my wife being one of them, and always almost afraid to tell me things now, she's like, I'm not telling you anything. You're on the radio. Uh, and that, that's So I have to find out from her friends what's going on. I'm not, I'm not kidding. <laughs> But, you know, I find out that kids get thrown out of the classrooms all over the place for, for yes. acting up, for telling the teachers to F off. You you name it, they do it, and they're back in there five minutes later with a smile on their face mm-hmm. and a sucker sticking out of their mouth that, uh, you know, they, they might as well give them a yogi button while they're at it. There is no accountability for bad behavior. They just Absolutely. jam them back into the classroom with a couple of good kids that are in there that actually want to learn, and no learning happens. And they're just fine to sweep these problems under the rug. And I think more parents are becoming aware of this. And this really needs to grow to a massive, white-hot demand for change, or it's not going to. I don't know how else to do it. I agree. I agree. I think people are just getting away with doing whatever it is that they want to do, and the parents are not enforcing their children to do the right things, and they're not disciplining their kids anymore, and that's not the way to go. I mean, that wouldn't fly in my house, I'm telling you right now, because Puerto Rican families do not take that. They would say, absolutely not. You're going to get whooped by everybody in the family before you um, go around and start bullying people, because that is that is just wrong. I'd be I, praying for a small family, then. <laughs> oh, we're a big family. <laughs> Ginormous. Hey, you got 10 brothers and sisters, man. <laughs> your, your rear end is going to be hurting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's really wrong and you know, bullying is not cool, guys. Stop it. Get over it and you know, talk to people. Find out who they are. Don't don't just judge a book by its cover. Well, yeah. I mean, bullying and, and to think this happened because this girl befriended a new student. Yeah. And then realized that hey, this girl isn't really kind of my she's not my bag. You know, the girl's a little rough around the edges and she just wanted to distance herself. And you know, and that was it. That yeah. that was enough of a reason to punch somebody in the face and then getting in trouble for it wasn't enough. Come back five days later and, and, and she was hunting her. I just, right. She's like stalking her basically. If my daughter would have done that, which I have a son, if my son would have done that, oh, best believe I'm going to be talking with that parent, that, that mother, the other mother, and I'm going to apologize to that mother. And I'm going to say, I'm sorry that my child did this to you. And I'm going to make sure my son apologizes to both of them because that is not right. You do not do that. Well, yes. And, you know, while we're talking about all this and, you know, obviously what what uh, Paige went through was was horrific. And uh, obviously there's a lot of anger with the school system, the school district and its handling of the situation. But the whole time I'm also thinking about this bully that right. we're 
putting down in this segment right. and everything like Absolutely. that. But clearly, uh, if you look at the situation, even when I was first reading about it, and you think about this this bully that we have, clearly this kid has some sort of issues that aren't being addressed. Yeah, there needs to be some social services involved. That's that's what I was going to bring up. Right. Obviously, this kid's not you gotta, not all the way there. So you know, get emotional problems. When obviously, we talk about KUSD's response, and of course, in this situation, do I agree with how they responded? No. Right. But also, you're dealing with the fact that, okay, let's say you expel each kid that gets into a physical altercation at a school. Right. Now what do you do? Now what do you right. do? Correct. Are you just throwing them out, or is there some kind of rehabilitation? Is there some kind I of... I have a solution. I have a solution for you. Waterboarding. That's my solution. <laughs> I have <laughs> a cell in the basement of the, uh, of, of the well, school, then waterboard them. They the will thing. never bully again. They're still kids. Right. They are still that's kids. Right, and learn. that's they why sometimes kids. they need a chocolate to the head. A chocolate to the head, A chocolate. A chocolate. That's what they need. I have no idea what that it's means. It's basically a smack on the head. A, a slipper that you no. it's a sandal and you take your sandals you, you off. You throw it you throw it at it. And you, you make sure so that they don't do it again. So you and mean you to tell them. me you solve problems with your kids by throwing shoes at them? Well, you whoop them with the shoe. I think Eddie Murphy did a bit <laughs> on that back in the eighties. My my mom my mom used to wield a mean wooden spoon back in the day. Oh, you know what my mom used to beat my butt with? The, um, That's her Italian those, side of her. Those little paddle balls with the little paddle on them. And <laughs> they take the ball battle. off? Well, well, here's what would happen. You'd always go to birthday parties, and it'd be in your little gift bag, your treat bag you take home. And sooner or later, they'd break it. As soon as it broke, she'd like put it in the drawer, and it was like the next paddle she's going to beat your ass with. <laughs> and she'd have a stack of them. And I swear to God, I'd go to a birthday party, and they'd give me that treat bag with the candy and that paddle ball. And I'd, I'd, I'd be taking that paddle ball and get, mm. say to the other kids, hey, you guys want this? Because I'm thinking about getting splinters in my, in my tush. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that funny. was yeah, and that that helped. It does help. Yeah, it does. It does. And you know, putting a, a child in a corner is a lot better than whooping your child. Mm -hmm. I believe because that's what I do with my son. If he does something wrong, he's gonna stand in that corner, and I I go to my uh my my stove or my uh, microwave, and I put on a couple minutes, and it's like forever. No I one mean, puts baby in the corner. <laughs> discipline your child. Do it properly. Do it right. Because if not, they're gonna be out of control later. Yeah. So here's my solution, Dan and Luana and Jim and everybody out there. We keep building these charter schools and opening these charter schools, and we keep sucking the good kids out of the schools because even though they're not all good kids in charter schools, you at least have parents that were proactive enough that they put you on a list, which is more effort than a lot of these parents are willing to make. Mm -hmm. So what's happening is you have a shrinking pool of good, talented kids who want to do something with their lives and you're not shrinking the pool of the kids that are misbehaving so the only way to fix that is to create a charter school that's designed a, a, basically a bigger kickout school now they have yeah. hillcrest in kenosha but if you've ever seen it it's it's an elementary school size building yeah it is not big enough for for what i'm talking about nor do they really have the system in place i think you take either a lincoln or a washington and you if you can get grant writers involved in it if you can get people from outside the community have done this before involved in it you do but you create a school that this is the school you're going to end up in mm -hmm. if you get thrown out of one of the other schools yep. school's an hour longer mm -hmm. there's a lot more remedial education going on 
you have to wear uniforms. Mm -hmm. There is when you walk in, there's an entrapment area where you have to make sure you take everything off, walk through a metal detector, and that's where the lockers are. And your cell phone does not cross that metal detector because kids are walking around these schools with their cell phones in their hands. Yeah. And you know, I've asked my wife if she says someone's got a phone in their hand. I'm like, why don't you just grab the phone out of their hand and take it away? She's like, I can't do that. Their parents would be mad. I don't. Who cares what the parents are mad? Yeah. And that's the other thing. They're, the, these administrators are scared of oh, yeah. these stroke-off parents who don't, they don't do anything. Yeah. They don't yeah. even have a job, but they have plenty of time to come in and yell at you about how you were too mean to their child, and they cower. These people don't even vote. Right? They're too lazy to vote. So don't bother. Do, do what's right, not based on what mm. pe you, other people think, but what on your principles are and, and what you know is right. But you create a school, it's a kick-out school, you have uniforms, you make sure that it, it's, it sucks to go to that school because you're going to be at school an hour longer, and but you're going to get educated. And the only way out, your attendance has to be up to par, your academics have to be up to par, and I don't mean up to par like you get an A for effort. I mean, if you're at a second grade reading level when you got there and you're in sixth grade, you're not getting out of there till you're at your grade level. Honestly, this school sounds horrible. It it, well, I'd, I'd probably leave. I, I think they marshal them all. No, there's no leaving. <laughs> I think they marshal them all together every morning. You have, you know, right. maybe maybe group exercise, whatever it takes. But you make them understand breaking stones and rocks in the yard. And, and <laughs> no, we don't have to go. Yeah, that's kind of what it's like. We don't need. There's no, like, it doesn't need to be. No, there has to be some kids. joy there. There has to be a lot of positive. Well, they can going sing as after. they do it. I got the premise. They but can sing, the but but what that does is now you're mm -hmm. you're removing the child who is getting the other kids to misbehave right, right. From, right. from the situation. I, and yeah, yeah. It, it, smaller mm -hmm. class sizes, more individual mm -hmm. attention. Right. When they're there, it doesn't feel like a punishment more right. as much as it feels more like a boot camp or a retraining, right. a but retraining like, academy. Right. I, I guess you can't call it that. Right. And I know that sounds awful, but yeah. what else can you do? You can't just leave them in the classroom with my kid. Because right. that's, that's, that's garbage. And, you know, I shouldn't have to go write a tuition check because the, the school system can't figure out how to handle discipline. And they do a lot of stupid, stupid things. For example, they had intercom systems in all the middle schools when I was a kid. They removed the buttons so that now you got to go stand there with a phone and you're on a cord. Now, there's a fight going on in your classroom. You can't run and hit a button and go break it up. Instead, you have to decide, do I use the phone or do I break the fight up? And you know, no matter which one you did, it's going to be the wrong answer. Mm -hmm. You know, there, there are so many pieces to this puzzle that need to get addressed. But parents need to get really, really serious, and and they need to get overly involved in the system. And that's one solution. Maybe that's not the solution, right? But it's we're throwing something out there at least. Yes. Yeah, throwing something out there. Um, I mean, when I think about that example, and and it seems to be, you know, we always think more discipline, more more consequences, a more grave situation to throw kids into. But if you're not addressing the root of this kid acting out or the issues that this kid has, what you're doing right. is you're taking an already somewhat disturbed child or right. mad child, putting them even under more pressure and more situations they don't like. Mm -hmm. And you're really almost tempting fate to have a kid just snap. It has also, to be the right balance. There has to yeah. be there has to be more help for the child there and the ability to thrive there. And if it's done right if done right if, it could. If, if done right, I think there'll be children that thrive there more than thriving in the regular environment because that extra structure is something they don't have. Yeah. Maybe this one actually feeds them all three meals. 
because they're mm-hmm. not getting all three meals at home. So maybe there's some positives to it. Hey, we're going to keep you longer, but you're going to have a, you know, you're going to have a hot dinner before you leave too. We're going to have a homework club. We're yeah. going to, we're going to help you. you it, it's about, yes, when they first come in, it's going to stink. But if you can get them some self-respect because you start giving them remedial education, you know, you have kids that can't read and their attitude toward it is I don't need to anyway. Right. As a because that's your defense mechanism when you can't do something. Yeah. If you can instead get them where they're making progress and they start to feel good about themselves and let them know there are ways to get out of this, and there are ways to get out of this, and you're going to be better off than you were when you got here. It's all it's it's all in the messaging. And honestly, yeah. Nudie, like that is a, a valid point that you're bringing up. But also, I believe that if you were to find out what these children's niches are, what they do best, and focus more on those types of situations along with learning, I think that that can really help a child out. Yeah, we're going to be going into the break, but part of that is everybody's pushing kids to go to college, 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 right. and they're not even reading at grade level. We need a lot more vocational training, Absolutely. a lot yeah. more, hey, here's how you here's how you do wiring, here's how you do plumbing. As early as you know, 13, 14, 15 years old, getting them involved and letting them feel like they can do something worthwhile, they're not getting that in traditional high schools, and I think no. that, that, that that's a piece of that component that I think would be very helpful. Uh, after the break, we're going to have uh, Daniel bring out this guitar and play some music, and we're going to get rid of all this doom and gloom. So looking forward to that. More Get Real with Ralph after the break, and we're going to show you an incredibly crazy guest whose skin condition just sucks. I don't know where we went wrong, but the feeling's gone, and I just can't get it back. And we're back on the air. You're listening to Get Real with Ralph. This is Ralph Nudie in, in the studios of AM 1050 WLIP. And here in our studio, we have 3 AM Saints, which is a treat. This is um, Daniel's second time back here on our show. Dan, we were talking earlier about the, the, the topic, so I don't have to welcome you to the program, but I want to welcome your guitar for sure. <laughs> and Because uh, you're already here. Uh, you played at our Songs of Freedom Festival, and I got to say, Jim and I were running around emceeing, but oh, I, yeah. could, I could hear you as we were running back and forth, and you, you sounded great as always. Thank and, you. And, and I introduced you from the main stage. I know. And it's like, where's <laughs> Jim? He, oh, oh, you're on the main stage, all the way, all the way across the, <laughs> all the way across the compound. And here I am, and that's Daniel. Yeah, that's three. I'm saying, <laughs> like, I think it's the first time I've ever been dancing from across the, you know, yeah, from, yeah. From, from across the festival grounds. Fun stuff. Yes. So you've been playing a lot lately, huh? Yeah, yeah. Since I was last here, I've been I've been playing a lot of places, and things have gone really well, surprisingly well, for only being active again for six months. Has it only been six months? Yeah, I only started again. I think my first show in like eight years was last June. I didn't realize we had taken that long of a hiatus. Yeah, the last time I had played out live before this recent go around was I was. 21 i think i'm 30 now so oh, are you you <laughs> yeah. still look 21 <laughs> can you play my string <laughs> pay no attention Lady. to that woman over there here we go oh here my god very convincing I knew this was happening. <laughs> so um 
What are you saying? You want to learn to play his strings? Oh. Let's hear a song. Yeah. I would much <laughs> rather. You, I would yeah. much, much there's a reason, rather. There's a reason song. Daniel's here, and the reason he is here to play some music, baby. No. That's right. That's right. Can I get my bra back? Oh. Put <laughs> <laughs> down on the poor man. All right. All right. Let's hear it. All right. Well, this song is going to be called Hold On, because you promised them a kind of more. Something new? Yeah, something new. Awesome. Something more positive, yes. happier than what we were talking about. All right. All, All right, right, let's so go. Right. A little, little, little positive. I know you got some funny ones, too. <laughs> Looking forward to it. When you feel the water rising in your lungs When you're fighting your best but it never feels like enough When the darkness covers you up to your neck Starting to wonder if there's any light left Just hold on Just hold on Just hold on Just hold on Hold on Love that you've had slips away. When the nights may darker still by the light of day. When the reasons to go outweigh the reasons to stay. And you feel you can make it one more day. Just hold on. Just hold on. You've got to just hold on. Just hold on. You'll find your Strong enough for your strong enough for your strong enough you'll just hold on hold on Outstanding. All right. Right on, man. Right on. Thank you. Well, that was so good. I think you should just go right into another one because that was great. It was great. Uh. Keep my bra. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep mine, too. Thanks, Jim. The, the, uh, the, uh, 
the Chinese one. And his bra is very nice. I <laughs> see. Chinese, yeah. 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 No. No. Well, yeah. that was uh, the right one for you. Yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's this next one you got? This one's a uh, pretty brand new. It's called "Haven't You Heard the News." All right. Well, diamonds never shine quite as bright as they do on TV screens. Feel like I'm just searching through pawn shops. Trying to buy someone else's dreams. And I'm gonna lose my mind. And I'm gonna lose my mind. I'm gonna lose my mind I'm gonna lose my mind I'm gonna lose my mind Tell me right or wrong And we've been Blurring the lines of lately That they're almost Completely gone And I'm gonna lose My mind And I'm gonna lose My mind I'm gonna lose my mind I'm gonna lose my mind When all When all I can do is try To hold on When all I can do is try To hold on As it's so as it's all falling apart As it's all As it's all falling apart It's falling apart It's falling apart I'm gonna lose my mind And I'm gonna lose my mind And I'm gonna lose my mind And I'm gonna lose my mind Good stuff. Is that Absolutely. is that is that a newly newly created? Yeah, newly both written of, song. Both yeah. of those actually. Yeah, I yeah. knew the first one was. How long ago did you write that one? Uh, the ones that the one I just played. Yeah, I'm gonna lose my mind. Yeah. Uh, that was <laughs> probably within the last week or two. Wow, that's quick. Yeah. Now I have to say, when you first were singing about pawn shops, I thought you said pawn shops and buying somebody else's <laughs> dreams for a minute, and then I realized you must have meant pawn shops. You know, which is uh, 
Both of those would work yeah. for buying somebody else's He's dreams. He's like, that's yeah. my next song. Yeah. 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 I don't know if I want to go to use porn shop. Though. I mean, <laughs> that wouldn't be. Those I mean, are like the type of dreams I want to buy. It's kind of like, you know. Wipe it off. And he's, he's, <laughs> so gross. <laughs> and he's I, well, like, I'm not saying I, what it, it, it disinfect it. You, you know what? You ever feel like you just stepped in dog crap? Because I feel like I just purpose, <laughs> I like just did it to myself here oh by even God. bringing that up. But uh, <laughs> yeah. now I got to scrape it off my shoe. Darn it! And he's oh, definitely going to lose his mind because I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> what? Just from looking at you across. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> speaking of uh, so, speaking of someone else's yeah. dreams. Yeah. It, 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 <laughs> okay. Back on the serious With side. Yes. Um, what is uh, what's your inspirations, man? I mean, I know we we talked about this before for the listeners didn't hear it last time you were on on the show. Inspirations yeah. as far as uh, why I do what I do. Or yeah. Why, uh, yeah. Why you do what you do? Well, and, you know, last time I was on here, I talked about the whole you know uh, sobriety, mm-hmm. uh, which is what. Coming up on well, it will be three years. January right, 1st. right on. Um, but yeah, there's a lot that go. The whole music thing started as uh, me kind of getting back into music to help with like a therapy type of thing. Yeah, for therapeutics mm-hmm. thing. So we're you know trying to create instead of destroying things. And now it's uh, you know since I've been back, I've met a lot of people that have kind of inspired me to keep going. I mean, we got the younger musicians like there's Eddie. This kid who plays the piano, he goes by tomorrow now, I think. You can catch him at Rustic and Sazzy on, well, Sazzy on Tuesdays he plays now. There's Michael Boss, but there's also mm-hmm. the people that have been around for a while, like Shane Madsen, um, Kai Anderson, and Elizabeth, oh, yeah. Yeah. Spare Animals. Yeah, we get them back in here, too. We yeah. do. Great. We do the, I'm good friends amazing. with the people of Would You Kindly, Oh yeah, Gina, yeah. Paul, Kathleen. Mm-hmm. And did what you a, come? Did you come from a family of artists? Like, how did you know that you had this niche? And well, no, I can't. Yeah, I came from a fan. So my dad played guitar, mm-hmm. and my brother Matt actually has perfect pitch. So he was like, he can play anything on any instrument except for the violin. We found oh, out, that's so amazing. he can hear it once or t- once, and he can play it. I hate people like that. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, I love. No, I think well, it's imagine great, but, imagine yeah. growing up with one where yeah. it's yeah. like, okay. <laughs> I'm taking guitar lessons, piano right. lessons, so I have to work twice as mm. twice as hard to be half as good. And Matt mm. can just sit down here, this how it's done, dude. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. Like, he, yeah. No, he used to tell me like I've been I was self conscious about my voice for the longest time because yeah. when I was a kid I was singing something and Matt was like, "You're off key," and like that's just comes <laughs> up in my head every single time I'm about to sing. Still, you thinking about your brother thinking about you being <laughs> off key? <or> telling <laughs> you oh man, older brother, older brother. How many yeah. years? Ooh, uh, well. He was born in like eighty four, I want to say. Oh. I was eighty five years, five real, years. Or real so. old man there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but no, I'd, yeah. And then on even my extended family, uh, on the uh, on my dad's side, there are a lot of musicians that yeah. that came out of there. Um, and where are you from? Well, I'm from you're, Racine. Uh, okay. Yeah. And your and your ethnicity? Oh, I am. <laughs> I'm uh, white. No, no, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> what is it? It's African American, uh, German, British, Native American. I think there's some Irish in there. Oh wow, um, that's a lot. Dude, that's a smorgasbord. <laughs> I know. It's you know, if all the groups that didn't Spanish, like each other Indian. got together, I would just pop out in the end. Like, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I am. <laughs> I'm that's America. Funny. Yeah, I'm America. Dang it. 
Yeah. That's pretty much what America is, a bunch of groups that didn't like each other and said, hey, let's start a country. That's America in a nutshell. This is what you get. When you do that, that. That's right. right that's yeah. right. Awesome. Well, and you're proof positive that what you get is great. So, absolutely, yes. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know thank I'm a you. big fan of yours, man. I, yeah, yeah, I, I just, I, 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 I went to that one uh, benefit you guys had for the, uh, the party for the uh, uh, newspaper. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I kind of stopped by there. I'm like, well, Dan, yeah, well, of course Daniel's playing because he works there. <laughs> but, you know, it was just like, uh, that was that was a cool little gig. Oh, it was cool. That was fun. Because you know, uh, being in media here, because I worked at this radio station for a long time, that I knew a lot of people from the Kenosha News over there. Yeah, yeah. So I walked in there. It was basically like a, a reunion for myself as well, you know, yeah. talking to a lot of the people. And I knew a lot of the younger people there were people, you know, who's been there, you know, yourself. And and, um, and it's kind of it's kind of wild. No, uh, it is. You know, we keep running into each other. Which is great, you know, and uh, yeah, yeah, totally dig your sound and, and your vibe, man. You're you're uh, you're a cool, dude, man. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> you're a very cool dude. Yeah, right Thank on, man. You. Very hippie chic. Yeah. <laughs> hippie chic. You just come up with, you just keep coming up with stuff, don't you? <laughs> well, we want to. You can stay for the duration, right? Yeah. Good, because hang on to that guitar because we're definitely gonna want to. We're get not some taking more a break yet. Sound of it? No, we're not. We're not All taking right. a break. But hang on to that guitar for the rest of the duration. Absolutely. So as, as we're going in and out of breaks and and introducing mm. some 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 other guests here, I definitely want you along because uh, maybe we can can we test can we test your songwriting skills live right on the radio? Uh, yeah, we'd be I remember we talked about this last time. We didn't did. We, we did. Oh, we did. About, about yeah. Improvisational. Yeah, yeah, it, a funny one because you know what I think that. Um, I, I think I can give you some inspiration for it, even. Yes. Uh, you, right. you come up with the, the chords, then I'll come up with the subject matter, then we'll all come and up with the And then I'll come up with the music video. Oh, jeez. I don't know if I sign off on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, Smart I, man, it Dan. Smart great, man. It would be a great video. Don't worry Smart about man, it. Smart man, yeah. <laughs> yep. so, so, uh, what's our topic? Look, uh, look, look, check this dude out here. Are you go, I'm going to bring him in. Jamie, come here a minute. Yeah, what's up? What's up? Here. Can you fit this around your head with all those cans on it? <laughs> so this dude here, this is Jamie. He calls himself Can Head because, well, cans stick to his head, and uh, anything sticks to his head. Actually, it's not just cans. It's not. Well, okay. Well, I, I'm not going to touch it's that. Anything. Uh, everything. I, yeah, I, I was thinking about a different kind of cans sticking to your head too. But uh, step up to the microphone here. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to get in all close in person and tell us what's going on here. Um, one of four in the world. My skin acts like suction cups. So what it literally does, one my of, skin pores. Did you say one of four people in the world? One of four in the world. I'm the only one in the United States. There's two in India and one in South America. Our skin pores literally suck in oxygen and makes things stick to us. Why? They don't know why. They're trying to figure that out. Really? And I think that's awesome. It's and, cool. And Jamie, it's cool. But yeah. I'm just wondering, like, I'm thinking, what? so are there any side effects to that? I heal faster. I don't age like everyone, and I have superhuman strength. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I'm in five Guinness World Record books. For what? Tell us the things you have Guinness Record. Uh, one of the Guinness World Records is for the most cans stuck to a human head. One is being an actual uh, superhuman, and that's the part where I can stick things all over my body and uh, do the weights and everything. And the uh, the last one, the 2020 Guinness World Records, is because I got the most videos viewed of a Guinness World Record holder. Man. So you have the Guinness record for having the most video views of a Guinness record holder? Correct. <laughs> that's, a, that's a conundrum. Yeah. Is that a thing? No. That's, a, that's a song right there. Man. <laughs> so yeah. I can, you can stick it. Now you can, you can drop it just with, with a thought you said, right? Well, that's one of the reasons in the uh, superhuman part. I can actually think about it and tell 
my skin to let go at one area and the can will drop. I'll put it somewhere else. What's even cooler than that is that one live. Yeah, yeah. I stick it to my hand. You like X-Men? I go, I can shoot them off my hands. Can, can I, wait, wait a minute. Do that again for this camera here. Okay. You shoot it right at me. I want, okay. I, I want to see that. Hit, uh, hit, him, hit him right in the face. Yeah, well, well, yeah, back up a little. Bit. I don't want to get hurt here, but I want to see how hard that thing comes put, off. Put yet. your Bono glasses on. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> My Bono. Okay, here. Yeah, here. Wait. Eye protection. There. Yeah, I need some eye protection. <laughs> all, right, all right. Do it again. Do it again. Aren't I just cooler all of a sudden just from that? Yeah, right. Okay. You yeah, are. Right, right in the face. Hold on. Oh. oh! Oh my goodness! Shooting cans from his hands. He's Shooting cans hit. from his hands. There we go. See, see, I told you we were gonna work skin. you back in. He's gonna win. And he He's has in the book of records. And he has nuts you heard on a, his head. You heard a skin so soft? Well, we have skin so socks over here. <laughs> oh my god! And Jamie, um, your your skin actually is heated. To a certain temperature. No, what it is is that it sucks in so much oxygen so fast mm -hmm. that it actually makes my body temperature stay around 100 degrees at all times. And that's why wow. you're wearing shorts in 30 degree weather. So when you uh, were growing up, did too. your mom? <laughs> when you were growing up, did your mom keep you home a lot from school because you had a fever? Like when did they realize that this? When did you realize or anybody realize? That well, this around was seven years old, my toys started sticking to me, but my mom just thought it was the uh, pine sap of me climbing trees as a kid. <laughs> But it wasn't until I got a little Tree bit cannon. older. Can you climb, can you climb buildings with this stuff or what? Uh, I did a test on that. I'd have to weigh about 15 pounds, and I could. But that's obviously not happening. 15 pounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you could. I mean, if they told you you could, but you have to get down to like a buck 40, I bet you, I bet, I bet you you'd be on keto every day, man, getting down to climb walls like Spider-Man, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, who the, would? I'd be the real and, life. And does this help your love life? Oh, uh, man. That's a sticky really? situation. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Write a song about that. <laughs> sticky situation? I'm oh. in a sticky situation. Well, usually when that does happen, I do play a Lionel Richie song. I'm stuck on you. Yeah, you <laughs> Literally. Go. I feel like that's the kind of song I'd take a shower after writing. <laughs> in a smoke. Got a feeling deep <laughs> down in my soul. It don't feel right. It doesn't. <laughs> And I'm stuck on you. So you've been you've been on like national TV shows and things. And uh, I've been on almost every TV show possible, like Ellen, Jay Leno, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimball, Stanley, Superhumans, Outrageous Acts of Science, You've Been Warned, Late Late Show with James Gordon, TMZ, CNN, 2020, America's Got Talent. I'm playing the to cans tell the on truth. his head. <laughs> <laughs> he's while he's trying to talk and be yeah, serious. Yeah, and, 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 and is just like banging up. his yeah, yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, like, that. trying to take off with like, the cans oh, I got with, with a pencil. Nudie. All right, what do you got? What, Is what, it what, number two pencil? I, 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 That's why I was If I had some drumsticks, you'd be like... <laughs> well, tell me something. Which can would you like to fall off? Uh, Your left. Hold your hand out like this. Say fall. 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 Wait. Fall. Autumn. <laughs> and watch this. Wait. It's that easy, right? Now, can you shoot him off your head? No, but I can do this. Pull it off. Oh my God! <laughs> Pop, wait, wait, wait! Get close to the microphone so I can hear the popping noise, and I finally get it off. Wow. Oh my God! I just got you him to pull my nuts on live. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled on these nuts. These nuts. These nuts. <laughs> he got me. You oh, got me. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, and you're God. like the king of these nuts. <laughs> so is that why you always have the cashews? 
Yeah. Usually I have uh, party nuts and stuff like that. And but now um, party nuts when I do certain events, I'll walk around with uh, dip in the cans and stuff like that, so people can actually eat from my head while I'm walking around <laughs> at party events. <laughs> That's wow! No that, comment. That is this... awesome. <laughs> That I'm, is so awesome. I'm you are going speechless. to play the villain in some movie someday. I know you are. There's going to be. Speaking like, of that, right I'm a bad guy on Chicago Fire. You are. <laughs> yes. What do nice. you do? Do you like make buildings blow up with your? No, uh... I'm the uh, lone shark. I uh, kill people or break their arms and legs. Really? Yeah. So hu- superhuman strength, you said. So how much? Ca- how much can you deadlift? Uh, when I did uh, Stanley Superhumans, I squat at 1,200 pounds wow. 30 times. Wow! Get out of here. Here, I'll show you uh, me doing my calf raises with 900. And uh, 20 pounds. The audience can't see so, it, so you'll so have to show me later. Yeah, yeah, send, send them a link. I, we'll yeah. put it on send the website. Send us a link. We'll definitely yes, put it up there. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to know. So what what planet are you from? Uh, as far as I know, Earth. No way. No way. Your parents are flying you, man. You you got left on their doorstep. Are you, are, are you from Canada? <laughs> see, what did, see what I did there? See what I did there? Canada. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm actually from Pensacola, Florida. And what's uh, one of the things about my skin uh, Florida man. He's a Florida man. They, uh, It's my blood type. My blood type, I'm RHA negative. They call it the blood of the gods, blood of aliens. People that usually have our blood type usually have superhuman abilities. RHA negative? Yep. So that's more negative than O negative even, right? That's like there's no proteins in there? Or what? Uh, we don't carry the ape gene in us at all. Wow. So you got like vampire blood. Well, that's why they call it the uh, blood of the gods, blood of aliens. Got it. Got it. We got a call? Yeah. Okay. Um. You're on with uh, Get Real with Ralph, WLIP. Hey, hey, this is Jim Blocker. I, I called you last week about the pizza. Oh, God. Oh, it's the pizza guy I, again. Pizza I, I, man. Yeah, I, I get one phone call. I'm in a jailhouse. They locked me up. Hang on, hang on this. Oh, guy. my God. <laughs> you want to talk to him? Okay, hold on. You're in the jailhouse, ordering, and you're ordering a pizza? Well, I was ordering a pizza last week. I was in my car. Then the police came. I was waiting for a pizza. And then they came up to me and they said, what are you doing in the parking lot? And I told them, I'm waiting for my pizza. I was kicked out of a bar. So the officer asked me, was you drinking? And I said, duh, I was in a bar. What do you think I was supposed to do? (laughs) And then I'm like, like, he came up to me. He came right up to my face. And he just looked at me right at me. And he goes, Did, he was like so close I could kiss him. And then he said, do you know, I'm trying to disguise his voice, do you know that you're in a private parking? And I told him, if it was so private, why did I find it? So he <laughs> grabbed me by the throat. And we were struggling, like uh, struggling and struggling. And then all of a sudden, this four-foot, Two officer lady that was with him grabbed me by the leg and then started biting my ankles. And I was like, ah, ah, we were struggling. And I told him, you're violating me. And then they said, stop resisting, stop resisting, stop resisting. You gotta get this. And I told Dump him, this guy. Yeah, this is All right. and, and, and my leg was in the back of my head, the Can back of my that? leg. Yeah. yeah. They I'm trying to drop his like call and it's like he's still talking. I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> The man uses his one call to call us. He needs a call for psychiatry help. I don't know what that's all about. Sorry I took that call. Is somebody, like, trying to prank you or something? Like, 
Weirdo. You have a base over there. It's one of your fans. It's man, one of Daniel. your people. Somebody is doing something. Right. I have very passionate fans. Yeah. <laughs> and they used their one phone call from jail. <laughs> okay. All right. Back, back All right. to back to Canhead. Back to Canhead <laughs> here. So back to Canhead and Dan. Dan. Yeah. Can you write us a song about Canhead? Ooh, on the spot. Right on the spot. Come on, let's just, just, have just start. I mean, just start playing. Yeah, start playing some chords. We'll, we'll, we'll help you out. Come on, we'll help you out. I will play chords. Okay, play, chords. play chords. If you guys do the rest. Oh, we'll do, we'll the, do rest. the rest. We'll do. You the know rest. you're gonna join I'm, in. I'm the an improv. I'm an improv man. Yeah. I do improv so. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna set to music this, ladies this, and gentlemen, this brilliance here being <laughs> a super, superhuman strength, shooting cans from the hands, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> boys and girls. This is for the man in jail. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll start it Don't out. I'll start. I'll start. I'll start it out. All right. Can't head. You got and cans on your head. And your skin sucks up oxygen. Can head. Can head. You shoot cans wow. from your hands. And your blood is of the gods. Gods. In the Netherlands. Can head. Can head. I can't can take head. it anymore. No more. Your life is like a suction cup. <laughs> you drop it to the floor. And all the women just eat it up. Mm. <laughs> and they go, mmm. I can want some head. more. Can't hit. This is the weirdest sex head. song I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now, you, now, now it's your turn. Now you got to go first. Head. No. <laughs> you bend on Jimmy Fallon. I'm not touching can this. Can't <laughs> On Jimmy Kimmel, too. Can head. He's jelly like a felon. Even on with Ellen. Can head. People want to know how you are in bed. All right, that was perfect. All right. I don't know how my life got to this point. You accepted my invitation. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> you should have known better now. All right, and that is the Sakan Head song. Yes. Now you got to put a finale on it, Dan. Come on, put a bum 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 bum. No, no. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think we're good. I, that might be time for a break. I, I think, think at it's that a point. Hit. And we will pick up this weirdness after the break. You're listening to Get Real with Ralph. Dude, that was and we're back on the air with uh, one of Gordon Lightfoot's most famous songs. Oh my God. And uh, happened right here in Lake that Michigan. Right here in Lake Michigan. That's what I, you took the word mm, right out of my mouth. We just had the anniversary of it last week. Twenty sailors died. Twenty, yep. Twenty people died in that in that boat sinking, and it took them a few years before they were able to get down to it and find it. Uh, and now it's a uh, pretty pretty well known wreck diving site. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you like uh, dry suit diving, that is because that water is is just cold. Oh my god. 
You ever been scuba diving? No. Really? How no. about you, Dan? You ever been scuba diving? No. No, I watched Jaws too many times as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I scuba dove. You did? <laughs> scuba dove? Yeah, okay. Don't. I, I, I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid to even ask. Uh, canhead. So. Canhead. Scuba diving. Uh, have you ever been scuba diving? No, I can't actually uh, put a wetsuit on, though. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> you're like you, you're like in a living hell, aren't you, man? I mean, you can't, you can't, hey, you probably hey, can't wear a raincoat either, you, or something. Could, could you imagine? No, no, so tell- really stuck. No, yeah. Could you imagine him with like neoprene stuck to him, and it just doesn't go? He would become instead of can, had to be neoprene man. Yeah, you, you can never have a have a have a latex fetish or anything so either. What would, yeah. What, what, yeah. What, what would happen? Yeah, I went there. If I put a, a if you put on a wetsuit, oh, the wetsuit to go scuba diving. Yeah, uh, yeah. wetsuits are porous, my, though. Um, no, they're it, no. What? I won't get enough oxygen in my system the way it's used. So to. you would die. It could literally bring my body temperature up higher and higher until I pass oh, out. Oh man! Wow. Well, so... you could probably you could probably scuba dive without a wetsuit or anything. You probably like <laughs> you probably have gills in there somewhere too or something. We don't know about. That's when I get wet, the uh, pores close up, so then I don't get stuck. Uh, it won't happen. Really? Yeah. So when you go in the water, your pores close. Yep. So you don't have like bubbles like coming out of you everywhere. Like <laughs> Correct. So you can't breathe in water. No. So you shower, but you don't bathe. <laughs> I don't bathe. I shower. Okay. <laughs> All right. I, at, at least you're doing one of the two. That's you know, and and I can you know, otherwise you wouldn't be standing this close. Da- to Daniel's water. over there. Goes, what am I doing here? No, no, no. I'm Dan- just in my head, just just getting it you straight. Think of a so new song. What, no, no. <laughs> So what we've learned here is that your kryptonite is a wetsuit. <laughs> <laughs> so in other words, it will never get stuck to me because no, you're going to have a hard time putting it on. Oh my god! <laughs> hey, you know, if you I, know, know- I have this, I have this wetsuit for you. No. <laughs> oh, can we meet again? <laughs> Just a movie of people chasing him with wetsuits. <laughs> Or just like plastic bags, even. Yeah. Like, you put a plastic bag. I have a raincoat. I want to put on you. <laughs> Speaking of raincoats, are condoms a problem for you? Uh, major problem. Really? <laughs> it's all natural, nothing else. Man, man died from putting on a condom. I mean, I'm, I'm Death by a... condom. I don't even think he's saying that because of the condition. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw that. Do you have out a lot there. of kids? I have three kids. How old are your kids? 31, 26, and 24. Wow. Nice. And none of of their skin sucks? None, none at all. Uh, It's possible that my grandson might have it. Oh, my Uh, God. And it's really cool because my grandkids call me Canpa. Canpa. My grandson walks around with a bottle cap stuck to his face. He goes, look, Canpa. You like he's got a marks on it because he like pounded it in there because he just wanted to impress his campa, huh? Yep. <laughs> he's like bleeding. <laughs> he's, got, he's got glue on his head. They Look got, at me, Grandpa. They got they, they got a Christmas song there. Campa got ran over by a reindeer. <laughs> campa got ran over by a scuba diver. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan. Dan, save child. us, rescue us, play play us a real song, will you, please? Okay. See, I told you to make a funny one up. Now, now I'm begging for the real <laughs> stuff. You knew that eventually your your services would become very useful here again, didn't you? Yeah, I knew. Yeah, I knew. All right, cool, cool. Yeah. Mail us out, man. What's your next tune, Dan? What are you doing, brother? Uh, this is a recent one. It's called So Much. Basically, I just wrote it thinking about uh, all the things I'd have liked to have heard when I uh, quit drinking, uh, besides the things that I did here. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Don't you want to breathe free? And know that fresh air is all you need. Don't you want to get the curse out of your blood? Just expel it out through your lungs. Cause I know it's all so much. Yes, you're struggling so much. Just remember I love you so much. I love you so much. I love you so much. I love you so, so Won't you put those bags away? You know you shouldn't be leaving this way. But don't you know? Your load will be so much lighter if you don't go. Cause you're crying so much. And your heart is breaking so much. And the world is shattering. So much, and you're breaking down. So much, just remember I love you. So much, I love you. So much, I love you so much. I love you so, so I love you so much. I love you so much. I love you so much. I love you so, so much. Woo! Who'd you write that for? You know, actually a few people. I have a few friends that struggle. So hmm. I figured... uh. I'm not very good at telling people things in person, so I'm like, I'll write a song and maybe the people hey, that will so, talk so when you say way beautiful way of doing that. So when you say that you, I love you so much, is that the bottle that you're talking to? No, 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 no. The person, the person, uh, the person who's struggling, the person right. who's struggling. That you're that you're there for them. That you, yeah, that yeah. You love them, and, and yeah. yeah, because you know, yeah. it's it's hard, and there's not really much that you can do when you're on the outside looking mm -hmm. in, except for offer that. Right, right on. Beautiful. And Beautiful. I'm sure you've, you know, I've had a lot of, we talked about this last time you were on, I've had a lot of loved ones struggle with it. And, yeah. you know, knowing that you have been through that struggle and, and you're on the other side three years, uh, I, that, that takes an incredible amount of strength. And I, I just got to say, man, that's, that, that's a beautiful thing. It really is. Thank you. And um, what's your day job, by the way? I'm the digital editor for the Kenosha News. That's my day job. Sooner or later, you're going to be able to quit that day job. I'm telling you, you keep doing this, you're not going to be doing that. I've kind of made my piece of being like that underground, the underground of the underground, like that guy that all the musicians knew at one point and talk about, but like never made it anywhere else. You know, I don't buy that, man. I don't buy that. I think that you're. I, I think that. When you least expect it, you just keep on doing what you're doing. Some some great things are going to happen to you Absolutely. because uh, it's it's not just about the music. It's about the kind of person you are and where you are mind wise. And and I've had enough conversations with you to know that you, your mind is right, man. 
and Thank and your you. and your music is great. Thank you. And it's gonna happen. Well, I hope so. Uh, that would be nice. It would be nice. Wouldn't <laughs> that it? Would I, be great. I think like the main thing is to do it for the love of the, of the music. Oh yeah. And, 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 and you can feel that that's what it is. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and good things will happen if they happen. And as long as you're happy to what you're doing. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, because a, lo- a lot of people, and I know that in actors as well, and things as such, is that it it doesn't your 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 success as an artist is shouldn't be your happiness. Right. No, no, you no. Know? I mean, when I was younger, it was like, yeah, I don't want a real job, so let me just uh, get famous and make a lot of money, and then I'll just be touring all the time. Mm-hmm. And then I got older, and I'm like, I, I don't care. Well, well if, <laughs> now, now, if you're able to stick cans on your head, you could go all over oh, the yeah. world, which you're going back to Romania? Yeah, I'm going back to Romania December 1st through the 5th. Okay. Now, what are you going to do in Romania? I'm uh, on a TV show. Uh, about showing off my superhuman abilities. Wow. You're going to have to send us links to all that yeah. stuff. He's trying to take I'm over also, the world. What's really nice about it, it gets me opportunities. Like right now, I'm working with Flugan.com. If you go to the Flugan.com, it's a mattress in a box, and put in promo code CANHEAD, you get $100 off, and also they'll match it to so get $200 off. And how much is it? It depends on what size. It bed depends you want. what size. You, see, Dan, there you are. So you know, if you play with cans on your head, you, you may be you able can get to get discounts on mattresses. Either that, you yeah. can. Uh, I could, I could do that. Either or you can play with them. You can open for him. Yeah, you, you know, can come to a lot of my gigs and uh, uh, play for me, and I'll hey, be like, "Yo!" But you don't. Hey, <laughs> there it is. There the it next is. Next time we get the drumsticks and start playing those cans, and you just suck harder, yeah. so they don't fall off. So you can say, I made it from Canhead. <laughs> hey, I made it. <laughs> so what's your story? How'd you make it, Daniel? Well, a guy named Canhead, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, he just uh, stuck cans on his head, took me on the road with him, and uh, I got discovered. And here you never I know. am. You never know. That would be an interesting way for it to happen. <laughs> so we can do I our do Canheads. I do have We do our can- <laughs> <laughs> There you go. There you go. <laughs> Not real big in the U.S., but he's big in Romania. The only thing that doesn't—the only thing that doesn't suck—is the music. <laughs> there it is. Oh, that hurt. <laughs> no, your skin—you're supposed to suck. That's the whole idea. Literally. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's, that's supposed to be a play on words. That was the whole point. Can I got it? Can I know you got it, but Ken, I thought I was ripping on. I was like, I wouldn't rip on you. You're the world's strongest man. You probably throw Dude, me. You, you probably you, throw you, me through oh that window. You grab my nuts like that, and then you treat me like that. <laughs> These nuts were... Stop, Nudie, grabbing people. So, <laughs> so speaking of mistreating people, there is a McDonald's employee in the news uh, this week, actually on Tuesday, Ta- Tatiana Hargrove. Easy for you to say. Who decided to tamper with food being prepared for a police officer. Wow. Apparently she has issues with people that are in law enforcement for a living uh, because somebody else who was in law enforcement for a living mistreated her. Which um, I always find funny that the people that are worried about discrimination will automatically take an entire group of people and say they're all terrible because they had a bad experience with one or two of them, but yet are trying to advocate for people at large not doing that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do you find that bizarre? Yes. I think it's bizarre when it's like that. I, I don't know. I Blanket statements about any group Correct. weird me out. Like right. when it goes to police officers, yeah, okay. The job kind of... They're not predicates you being. I won't say that. Not the not greatest, all not police officers bad. Not all of them are the greatest officers or greatest people ever. But just because you met one bad, it's like in any job, there's right. always a bad employee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think about 
any job you've ever had, there's at least one coworker that you were hoping got fired. Of course. Yes. Of course. So it doesn't say, which really shocks me, it doesn't say what she did to his food. It just says she tampered with it, and she's been arrested for felony tampering of food. This just happened again on November 12th in Bakersfield, California. Oh, there you go. But those of you that are watching online, please go and put your guesses as to what she did with the food, because it's only yeah. it's only a matter of time did, before did we find out. Did it say he got sick at all? Does it say... Did he go to the hospital? Uh, it said that no. It said that she sued the city for uh, allegedly she sued the city for excessive force and civil rights violations in 2017. And okay, she's basically a cop hater, and they they mistook her for a man and arrested her. Which hmm, okay, and uh, so then she resisted arrest. She took a beating and and sued everybody. And now apparently she hates all police officers and she tampered with his food. But it doesn't say what she did. Hmm. And didn't uh, get a lot of money in the uh, lawsuit. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus, I know. But they <laughs> said that they reviewed the video and her actions appeared to be intentional. I'm, I'm gonna say, wow. I'm gonna take a guess and say special, special sauce. Oh yeah, special, special sauce. I'm going to say tampered with because uh, you put. I'm 12, trying to think of beef patties, special, special sauce, I'm, lettuce, cheese, pickles, I'm, onions I'm, on the chestnut seed. I'm gonna say she hocked a loogie in his bag. That's, that's what I meant. That's what I'm yeah. thinking. Yeah. Open yeah. it up, special yeah. sauce. So what, what, yeah. what would make and that a, a felony? Wouldn't something like a no, that's a felony. Yeah. Blades yeah. or something be more of a felony? What would be? Blades. No. Well, Razor blades. yeah, but just tampering. I don't know. It, it, I, I'm wondering if she, if she spat in it or she put something dangerous in it. I'd really like to know. Put your guesses on there. The first person that gets the right answer on our YouTube channel, that's GetRealWithRalph.com, and it's got to be on this episode. The first person whose answer ends up being right, uh, I'm going to send you a free 262 Eats card, uh, which gives you discounts uh, at restaurants all over southeastern Wisconsin, as well as discounts in restaurants and hotels all over the country when you're traveling. Great little discount card, and uh, we, we just got them out. So the first person that gets it right, and we'll be monitoring that story to find out, so we might not know for a month or two what this person did. But once we can verify what happened, the first person that got the guess right is going to get a free 262 Eats card. Just make sure that we have a way to contact you back through your profile or whatever it happens and, to and be. And it won't, it won't be, for, it won't be for McDonald's. It'll be for <laughs> local restaurants and or na- national restaurants that have opted in with these discounts. But any, any restaurant I've done an episode on, uh, on 262 Eats, We'll uh, we'll have an offer as well as. And if you're a police officer, please please feel free to 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 oh, guess as well. If you're a police officer, please weigh in. I, you know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. It, 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 maybe she hocked a loogie in it. Maybe she urinated in his I, his orange drink. Uh, in his oh, high C. Mm, yeah, I mean, great. I can think of all the different things, but uh, yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter. You can yeah. use our answers because whosoever answer is right, the first one we find that was right, you're gonna get the free card. I'm wondering how did he. Figure it out. Did he bite into something? Oh, this tastes like boogers. I can't. I can't imagine going somewhere and like seeing something like that. I mean, it just scars you. Well, someone crapped in the beans at Taco Bell a while back. I remember Uh, that was so urban now. No, there was an actual. There was an actual case somewhere in the country. I remember reading about it. But yeah, now it's become an urban legend. Now that I ate Taco Bell yesterday. Yeah, you know. know, (laughs) Oh my God. Taco Bell. Don't get me started. Usually, gives you. It gives you the squirts, but doesn't really give you. Amen. Some of these. (laughs) Something. Burritos. Yeah, I, I gotta make I a run for the border. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is I've always said the don't mess with people that mess with your food. That's Absolutely. right. Treat them the best. Always be nice to the wait staff. Yeah. Yes. 
I'm a big. Are you are you a big tipper? I'm a big tipper. I'm oh a yeah. Tipper. Yeah, I hate going out with people that want to split the check, and then you split the check, and then you find out they're bad tippers, and then you almost feel like, oh man, I, now I gotta. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't want to be embarrassed. <laughs> now you gotta I, explain. You ever do that? You ever go with a group of people, and you see them just be a just a stingy jerk with their their half, and you're like, and I don't ever say anything because I don't. I don't want to call friends out either. But I'll be like, all right, I guess I'm giving thirty percent this time because this this. Dip over here, game time. Yeah. Just yeah. 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 Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Jamie, for coming on. Daniel, can't thank you for uh, coming back on the show. 3 a.m. Yeah. Saints, go to your website. And uh, this has been another fun and exciting episode. Hope that we were able to inform and entertain. Thank you for tuning in to Get Real with Ralph. I'm Ralph Nudie. Good night. Searchers all say they the midwife fish babes. They'd put 15 more miles behind her. They might have split up or they might have capsized. They may have broke deep and took water. And all that remains is the faces and the names of the wives and the sons and the daughters.